Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Like, that was the biggest thing. Like, Dragon Ball Z, everything. So, like, do you have something like that? Like, your favorite thing that you would just, you know, you could create and recreate? Um, I guess for me... Obviously, you know, we all did the Dragon Ball Z stuff, but for me, it would be Disney characters. Disney characters and Disney movies, you know. I was born in 93, so yeah. Disney was huge. Lion King, Goofy movie is my favorite Disney movie of all time. So if you go through my Instagram, you'll see hella Goofy movie mm-hmm. stuff on there. Um, goofy movie, Lion King was my top two. So okay. anything Disney, Mickey Mouse, any of the Disney characters, man, I love that. That's that's like, that's muscle memory. That's like home for me. So yeah. I would say Disney. That's- everybody it's your boy back again with another episode of big boss talk the podcast listen 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 i i put it on the story i said i got the goat coming in today you know what i'm saying greatest of all time um this man is is dope like i love everything he's doing i don't know if he know but you know uh maya got me uh, some artwork from you the lebron painting mm-hmm. is hanging up on the wall um i love it like it ain't never coming down uh, but we got, um, you know, Garrison Gist, uh, better known as Paint Can Poppy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Age 29. Uh, he's a professional artist. He has his bachelor's in art studio with an art education art education cognate. Um, six years in his profession, man. Garrison, say what's up, man. What's up? Hey, that's my art mama right there, too. What's Y'all up? say what's up. That's Carla. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, it's, your boy, it's your boy Garrison, a.k.a. 2Gs, a.k.a. Paint Can Poppy. AKA your girlfriend's favorite artist, whatever you want to call me, man. It's, it's Ooh, pick one. Pick one. We out here. Favorite artist. I like that. Okay. But that's what's up, man. Well, we're glad to have you, man. Um, the biggest thing is before we start, we can't do nothing without two truths and a lie. So we're going to need that two truths right. and a lie. And I got to guess the lie. So let me hear it. All right. Let's see. Two truths and a lie. Um, let's see. I only been doing the full spray paint mural thing for two years. Okay. Um, I used to be a cheerleader. Okay. And um, hmm, what's another good truth about your boy? You don't told me it's the truth. Unless you trying, mm. unless he's trying to pump fake me, he trying to pump. No, I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of another good truth because there's so many. I guess things that I could pull from to use. You aren't um, supposed to tell me it's the truth, though. I guess I did kind of mess up. Uh, let's see, what's the last one? So, um, he, he, yeah, just give me. I'm some. from Rock Hill. I'm from Rock Hill. Okay, I'm from Rock okay, Hill. Got you. So All you right. picked a lie out of that. Well, okay. you, I guess you know that that was the truth. So I mean, yeah. So it's fifty-fifty at this point. Fifty-fifty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, so we got uh, my my man from Rock Hill for show the city, the rock. Uh, Sunset Park. 
cheerleader, and then um, then I've only been um doing the spray paint and doing murals for two years. For two years, bro. You, I mean, I'm not sure, bro. Like, I'm not one of those guys. Like, I think you know, cheerleading. I had to find out the hard way. It is definitely a sport. Definitely Mm -hmm. a sport. Um, Definitely is a sport. I don't think. I mean, I'm not saying you. I mean, you might have been a cheerleader. That see, that's the one that's tricking me. I'm like, because I know you played ball at USC, mm-hmm. so I'm trying to figure out when were you, if you were a cheerleader, when would you have been a cheerleader? And it had to be like high school, if anything. But I'm like, he went to college, he played ball, and then the I'm gonna say the cheerleader is a lie, bro. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with my gut, even though I feel like that's the truth. But I'm gonna say it's a lie. So you know, it's funny. I kind of semi gave three truths. Now that I think about it, granted, the spray paint thing, depending on how you want to nuance it, I've been doing it a little bit longer than three years or longer than two years. But, like, the full-blown murals, like the stuff you see I do now, yeah. that's only been two years. But I actually was a cheerleader, bro. So, like, with uh, how that happened, um, I was, I, you know, with USC. Yeah, I got to USC. I wasn't planning on playing football. I was just going to be a student because, you know, my whole thing with when I finished up in high school, you know, we won state. Everything was cool, undefeated the whole nine. So, you know, I'm like, I'm good. Like, if this is where it is, I'm I'm content. Yeah. And originally, I was going to go to App State and walk on up there. My coach was going to hook it up where uh, I could get a little preferred walk-on spot. But then, you know, out-of-state tuition. Crazy. <laughs> I, think it, I think it was like 38000 just just to go up there for a year. I'm like, even if you like, even if you know you're going to earn a scholarship, 38000 for one year, I ain't got thirty eight thousand. I ain't trying to take out them kind of loans. And nah. then they went, they went like my pops was living in Charlotte, but they wouldn't let me get the in state because you got to live in the state for a oh, year. Yeah. So we can't, we can't even pump fake it like that. But yeah, I get to USC. I'm at a, uh, I'm at a football game. Yeah. Freshman year, got there early. You know, trying to get a good spot in the student section. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just sitting there minding my business, watching people warm up. Right. The cheerleading coach walk up into the crowd and just go, hey, you look like you kind of strong and you kind of big. Like, you ever thought about cheerleading? And I was like, mm, not really. He's like, would you want to try it? I'm like, I mean, I guess. I don't care. Yeah, It's something to do. So he was like, all right, bet. Come to practice on Monday. Um, I was like, all right, cool. So I pull up to practice first day. I ain't never did no shit like this. They, uh, <laughs> he had me throw this chicken, had me throw shorty in the air. I Mind you, this is the first time I ever did this shit. Right. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm scared. I'm scared as that. I'm like, I do not want to drop this girl. So I threw her in the air, but I didn't throw her high enough. So what I did, I caught her by her ankles yeah. and just held her up like that by her ankles. And they was like, yo, you one, strong. we know you're strong. Too strong you by two, her ankles. Supposed, <laughs> they was like, bro, you're supposed to catch her by her feet and push her. I was like, all right. So I did that for like, I did it for like a month. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I ain't really feeling it. Took a little break from it, and then um, I came back. I was like, let me give it one more try, see if I'm really rocking with it. And it was like, they was, like, I got pretty, I caught on pretty quick, because, I mean, it's, it's muscle memory. Right. And, like, to anybody that think that shit is not a sport, it's definitely a sport. Yeah. Um, It got to the point, like, I had started doing so good, like, they offered to, like, have me come to Daytona to the national cheer, like, thing, the yeah. competition or whatever. All expenses paid. Like, they was like, yo, you ain't even got to compete. Just pull up. We just want you to experience it. And it was like, I knew, like, in my heart, I was like, bro, this ain't for me. I don't really, I ain't, yeah. I ain't really feeling it like yeah, that. So I was like, I ain't even finna waste all time. But 
that's the whole cheerleading thing. Like I tell people that, and they be like, "Nah, you lying." You lying. I'm like, "Bro, I'm dead ass." I did it for <laughs> two, three months, like, and that was. And so then I ended up walking on the next year for football, and that's that's when the football thing started. So okay, Bet. like I said, I went to school with no intentions of doing no type of athletic nothing, and ended up. I, I can say I was a cheerleader for a little second. And I can say I got to play football too. So was, I got to see Both the sides. whole spectrum. Yeah, so it was dope. that's dope, bro. Like. I mean, obviously, for one, shout out to you for saying coach is pulling you like, hey, you look strong. We're going to pull you out. Like, I don't know how. I was to, sitting I there by myself, minding my business, just like this. And he just walked <laughs> up. It was crazy. I don't know how to take that. Like, what made you just prompt to pull up on me like that? But shout out to you for just doing the chilling thing, man. Because, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of just negative, you know, people just yeah. being in their Stereotype, Stereotype. stuff. Yeah. But, I, like I said, Chile is a sport I know for a fact. Um, then number two, you was able to walk on at uh, Carolina, man. Who did you have, you know, when you walked on, who were you playing with? Like, who was the top dogs uh, when you kind of walked on, like some of the big names? Um, Let's see. I walked on my sophomore year, so who was still there? Obviously, dude was still there. Clowning for those that yep. ain't from the Rock. Yep. Um, I mean, let's see. Man, dang. Because, I mean, technically, when I walked on, that was the team, the team that I, that first year I played, that was the best team in our school history because we ended up being, I think we ranked number three. That was Connor Shaw. Yeah. We still had Dude. Oh, so that was Connor Shaw. Chad so Sutton. that wasn't. The, yeah. Okay. Connor Shaw, Shaw last year. The, gotcha. Uh, what ball game? The Capital One Bowl. Yeah. Um, so it was that team. So, you know, we still had Dude. We had Connor Shaw. I think Mike Davis was still on the team. Yep. Um, Sean, B. Wiles. I mean, we was we was still stacked. I mean, on the On the defensive side, I mean, golly, Big Hampton was still there. Mm-hmm. Amaya was still I mean, we was stacked across Stat. the board. Like, we we had some dogs. I mean, I think we what eleven and two that season, number three in the nation when it was all said and done. So I mean that they can go pull up the roster and see who was all still there. But I mean, Connor Shaw should let you know what team it was. That was his sure, final yeah. year. Like you, if you was paying attention back then, you know what we did that year. So yeah. um, that was that was that was a dope experience to be a part of. Like I said, because that's um, when they dice everything up. That's considered the best team in our our school history. So. Gotcha. That was dope. That's what's up, man. And then just last question. What uh position did you play while you there? I played fullback and running back. Okay. So you was in the uh Which is <laughs> Which is time. crazy because if you knew me in high school, I played O line. But I really should have been a fullback and running back in high school too. But no. we ran that air raid, throw the ball. Yeah, bro. You know North Yeah, I know Northwestern, but I ain't think you play I ain't think you play O line though. I play I play a right tackle, bro. I was I was a glorified fullback. We throw the screen, you go knock somebody out. Like yeah. let's be real, you, we throw you, the ball. You had the speed to get around. Exactly. Like, I was an O lineman. <laughs> I was an O lineman, but I was a, a fullback at the same time. So okay. yeah, most people when they when they figure out that I was like went from that that I'm like I was always supposed to be a fullback running back. It's just, that's how the cards just play. So. Exactly. I'm cool, man. So that was well, that's what's up, man. I'm glad I got to understand the two truths and a lie, even though you gave me three truths. We're gonna let that <laughs> Technically slide. Three truths. We're gonna you know, let it slide. Yeah, we're gonna that. let it slide. So um I got four, I mean four questions, right? They five I just need five, ten seconds a piece to kind of answer them. Um it's really to give okay. people a chance to know you, right? So we talk about um, you know, just what you do, right? So what's your favorite thing um to draw slash paint, right? Um, I know you do a little bit of everything, um, but, you know, what's, like, one of your favorite? Because I know I used to, you know, go to school with guys, and they used to love to draw, like, the Dragon Ball Z. Like, that was the biggest thing. Like, Dragon Ball Z, everything. So, like, do you have something like that? Like, your favorite thing that you would just, you know, you could create and recreate? Um, I guess for me, 
obviously, you know, we all did the Dragon Ball Z stuff, but for me, it would be Disney characters. Disney characters and Disney movies, you know. I was born in 93, so Disney was huge. Lion King, Goofy movie is my favorite Disney movie all time. So if you go through my Instagram, you'll see hella Goofy movie Mm -hmm. stuff on there. Um, Goofy movie, Lion King was my top two. So anything Disney, Mickey Mouse, any of the Disney characters, man, I love that. That's that's like that's muscle memory. That's like home for me. So yeah, I would say Disney. That's dope. And I I, I have seen um, all the Goofy, you know, the Goofy stuff on Instagram. Like it is, it's hard. So like after you know, obviously we're gonna drop the Instagram and everything in the description. But if you watching, listening at the time this drop, make sure you go pull up on his Instagram and definitely um, check out his work. Um, that's what's up. So then number two, where does the creativity come from? You know what I'm saying? Like, is it just you pulling from different? nostalgia things you know have you ever created something like of your own as far i mean i'm pretty sure you have but where does that creativity come from um that's always a funny question because like when people ask me where i pull my creativity from it's like i got a dumb crazy imagination so like (laughs) i could be in walmart and see like a pack of oreos and be like oh dog the the blue on the oreo pack flip it do it makes it and then it'd be like a whole thing so like i really just pull from anything like music tv books just like any it, it literally can hit me like my mind is racing constantly yeah. so like with just ideas it's just i could walk outside right now oh the way the sunset bounce off this building it might show me a color palette i never thought to use and i go back in and like match yeah. it with some paint and do something like that so it really can just come from anywhere if we if we keep in the g man that's crazy man so like it just never shuts off for you like this is like, it, it don't it's it really an ongoing don't. thing it's like tough. like it's no tough. ongoing thing um and then, obviously, I, my one question was, are you a full-time artist? But, I mean, you are a professional artist as, like, you know, what you do. But is that all you do as far as, like, just artwork? Um, so, I ain't going to tell them where I work. Okay, yeah, you ain't got to say where you work. I'm, I'm just a, trying to figure nah, out. No, nah, I'm, I'm going to give them a little Easter egg because a lot of people missed it. So, the pay can poppy is a double meaning. If you look at my logo on the stuff that I do... You'll, you'll, you'll figure out where I work. And I'll, like, when I, I'm probably, I'm going to be real with you. I'm leaving my job in probably about a month or two. So okay. when I leave, I'm going to tell everybody where I work at. And then it's going to, it's going to make, it's going to bring it's everything It's going to make sense. Circle. All right. All right. It's going gonna, it's gonna to bring, but um, if we, keep, if we keep it real based off the projects I'm doing and some of the, uh, the price tags attached to some of the projects I'm doing and just, I can, I can live off my art at this point, but you know, with the pandemic and everything be doing, you still got to move smart. So like, while I probably could have quit my job a year, maybe two years ago to yeah. do this full time, it went it went smart. So it's like, and I still have the flexibility to do both. So it's like, when you look at the output of work I'm doing with the art stuff and the projects I'm taking on, it's full time artist work, but I still got my day job too. So like when people find out like, yo, I'm going to work for that for eight hours and then I'm getting off and then Bro, doing yeah. the art stuff and then. And then in the springtime, you know, I'm coaching track too. So it's like, I'm, I'm all over the place with, bro, it's crazy. I don't, you be like, how you do it? I don't know how I do it. So it's just, you, we make it work. But, um, I would still say I'm a full-time artist. I got two full-time jobs basically. Cause like I get off and it's like switching to art mode. I might be somewhere painting a mural. I might got to go work on some canvases. I might be doing some graphic design shit and making somebody's logo. So it really just depends. Man, that's, I mean, that's, 
for, for one, that speaks to your, you know, your your dopeness, man, because not only, you know, obviously the full-time gig, but then just being able to, the after hours, because you putting up some big projects, bro, like, and maybe that's just how Instagram sees it, you know, I know, I understand, mm-hmm. like, where, you know, you could be documenting projects in a, a long mm-hmm. period of time, and then next thing you know, Instagram is, you know, now seeing, like, some of the, the beginning and the final product, so it looks very much quick. Yeah. Oh, I'm still here. Yeah, we I good, had to, bro. Had to fix something with the iPad. It was, we it was looking a little. All right, we good. But yeah, yeah it's um most of my most of my um like if you look at my my Instagram, it's all it's pretty. I I try to update it as like as the only do. time I don't post something is if like oh we got a show coming up and it's like I don't want to drop this before the show because I want right. people to go to the show to see it Correct. and then I'll drop it. But a lot of times I post the stuff. So it's pretty accurate. It's pretty accurate. Every once in a while, like it's a couple murals I've done in the past few months that I haven't posted yet that I need to just because it's like you do them. Like I, you see that, like I said, the output. I do them so fast and so frequently. Like I, I sometimes it just slips your mind. You move on to the next thing and then yeah. you look up and it's like, oh, I never, never showed them this. So, but for the most part, it's pretty accurate. I and mean, if you follow, like if you look at my stories, um, I usually post like all the progress stuff. Like so, if I'm working on a mural, you'll catch me on the ladder being silly, being silly doing something that I probably shouldn't be doing. Like I should be paying attention, but yeah. you know. Okay. We here for a good time, you know. <laughs> that, um, and one of the intriguing questions for me because I understand mm-hmm. I used to do artwork, right? I'm a, I, I I always say I was in the art club at Oakdale Elementary. You know what I'm saying? I had a little. Oh, what years was you at Oakdale, bro? I went to Oakdale too. No, look, look, see, man, I, we got time. Okay, but see, but see, this is the thing. This is the thing. I was um, we moved so much when I was younger. I did Northside Kindergarten through third. Mm-hmm. I was at Oakdale fourth and half of fifth, and then the rest of fifth I finished at Bellevue, and then I was at. Castle Heights for one year, the, the new Castle Heights. I was there the mm-hmm. year and open. Then I moved to Ross and then obviously Northwestern. But at Oakdale, so if you, you two I mean, years behind me, so yeah, we would have been there. The yeah, we was. I went. To, I, was I went. To, yeah, I went to Oakdale all through like from first grade, you know, kindergarten all the way up to fifth grade. So I was there my whole entire like career. So uh, who's the art here, teacher? Mr. Turney. I can't remember the art teacher. Yeah. I can't remember. But but I know my teacher teachers was. I had Miss Weeder. In fourth grade, and then I had Miss Turney in fifth grade. Bro, I had Miss Weeder too. Oh, Ms., bro, Miss Weeder hated me, dog. Bro, she, she hated me. Man, she was hard. She hated me. She was hard. Like, like hated me. Like my mom had to come up there to the school. Like, do you know how to, your mama come sit in the classroom and observe? Yeah. Night? It was on that type of time, bro. She hated me. I don't, I don't know how I made it up out of there, but bro, man, listen, shout out to God. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> that's man, crazy. That's crazy. Okay, cool. So number four. Um, how much, what well, the question was like, I'm, I'm always intrigued about this, right? So I know painting, mm-hmm. you know, when you do these big murals, I see you pull up with the big boxes of paint cans, yeah. all that. How much money do you think you spend per month just on equipment, bro? <laughs> <laughs> like, supplies. Dog, so I was at the, it's funny you asked me, so I was in the art store last week and I'll, I'm in there so much. Like, I, they put me, I got, like, an artist account. They look out. It's like I get a small discount. And then uh, I'm technically a district employee. Like, since I, I taught for a year, but I still coach. So I'm a district employee. They give me, if I take my ID in there, I can get a teacher discount. But I don't never really use that because mm-hmm. I don't get on, get on much. But I asked her, I was like, hey, yo, can you pull up how much, how many paint cans I, I buy? Like, like, can you fill up the total count? And she was like, it doesn't show me how many you buy. But she was like, it, uh, 
shows me how much you spent. And I told her, I was like, don't tell me. I, I, I should, if I would have knew I was doing this and this was going to be a question, I would have told her, but I know it's something crazy. Just guess. To put it in perspective. All right, so let me see. Uh, 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 just one can of spray paint is like $8. You know them little them paint markers I be using? Yeah. Like just the small little paint markers. Yeah. One of those, the standard size one, one of those is like 6 or $7. The bigger ones are like 10 so like, well, and I ran there. through them. So, if we, if, so a month in a month, oh my god, bro, you up there? Uh, I'm I'm willing to say like, depending on the projects, it's. I'm trying to think. Just in the last three, in the to put it in perspective, so I've had I've done like three or four murals or three murals, three or four murals in the past, like just in the end of June slash July. Yeah, and. Off of those couple projects, I've easily spent close to a band on just spray paint. That's just spray paint. That ain't that don't count what I go get in canvases. That don't count. Yeah, like the extracurricular. So just, yeah, that don't count the other stuff that go into it. So I can tell you just off of spray paint alone, I've probably spent close somewhere between half a band and a band on just spray paint. Dear God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I said, that, that's not factoring in markers. I just told you how much markers cost. Usually with my with my canvases, I try to catch them on sale and get them get them in bulk. But like that don't that's not considering like the stuff that I got to order. Just like you might be doing a random project and you need this one specific thing. Like right. it, it can it can get expensive real quick, bro. Like art art supplies, uh, maybe taxing it, maybe taxing it. But you know, you make sure you charge what you need to charge with your projects to get it back. But it's still yeah. Man, you gonna make me go pull up my statements now and really see how much I've been spending? I'm scared to look at it because it's like, yo, like it's just you crazy. need to look at it, bro. Because I, I really want to know. Because I mean, <laughs> people, I mean, obviously, when you think of like you think about from the outside looking in, bro. Obviously, mm -hmm. we recognize talent. We know, you know, people that can draw, they can paint. Like that's a skill. But it's also mm -hmm. like, I mean, it's almost like anything else, bro. Like you can enjoy doing something, but then there's the expenses side you know what i'm saying like it, it becomes mm -hmm. expensive and so i i never want to draw like a false narrative to say like man if you obviously if you love to draw and you good at it like definitely go for that but then you got to understand that the backside you gotta invest you're gonna, you're gonna you gotta, invest, you gotta in invest in yourself yeah and and that's what that's what makes me not feel as bad about it because it's like even when i do projects and i spend like the, let's see what was the last mural i did so the last big one, the joint I did with them holding hands, the yep. kindness mural. Yep. I know with that one, I spent probably like it was like close to it was like upward two hundred, three hundred dollars worth of paint. Because what happens is you overbuy. Because I don't, I've been in situations where you're in the middle of a mural and you run out of a color, mm -hmm. and you don't like once you're in that flow, you don't want to break concentration yeah. and try to go. Yeah. Or you call in the homies, hey, you got this. So it's like I rather overbuy and not need it and just use it for a future project. Yep. Did not have it, so it's it's it's, it's, it's like I said, it's you investing in yourself because you know you're gonna use it eventually. Exactly. So it's like it's like damn, I'm spending this bread, but it's like I'm gonna use it at some point. It's gonna come back out, so it that's where it helps you kind of keep it going. But at the same time, too, I know there's a lot of people, especially like you know, in the rock man, we ain't never really had like I know growing up, I can't remember nobody that was really doing art crazy. No. Not like how not, I'm trying to not, do it now. Not, not how you like, doing? We knew, we knew people who could like, you know, draw. people who could draw, yeah. airbrush, do stuff like that, but we never really seen nobody show us like where we could really take it, you know, doing galleries, murals, all that good stuff. So like I remember 
when I was younger, like, man, like, cause it was, it was me, my mom and my little brother. She came buy me all these extra art supplies. So, you know, she would give me sketchbooks, but you know, you can, if you really passionate about it, you're going to find a way to make it work. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, for the longest, I was always colored pencils, Sharpies, like just whatever you can get your hands on. You want, I mean, even to this day, like I use a lot of unorthodox materials just like, just because like, Oh, experimentation, but like, you're going to find a way to execute what you're trying to do, whether you got the money to do it or not. Like, you can, sure. if you're really passionate about it, you're going to find a way. But there, it does reach a point where it's like, yeah, you're going to have to you're going to have to be willing to spend a little bit of bread yeah. investing yourself to to take it where you really want to take it. For sure. And then obviously, you you know, it's, it's always good to have that, you know, that main job that, that you know, the nine to five to help it helps. back in. It helps. So it I, helps. I want to ask a question. Like, was there ever a point in time where, like, when you first started, and you spent like mm-hmm. your last dime on just supplies, and you just like, man, I gotta, sure. like, I gotta make this work because I just spent For all sure. my bread on this stuff. Yeah, man. Was, uh, let's see. I graduated 2015. I played my last, my last football season was what fall 15, spring 16. I spent 16 working at the gym, and I moved back to the Rock at the end of like July 16. Mm-hmm. When I first moved back, man, I was working three jobs, bro. I was like, I was subbing slash. I ended up being like a permanent sub teaching one of those years, but I was working at Michael's. I was just starting out at the job I'm at now. And I was like, uh, I was bouncing. I was doing security uptown Charlotte. So like Sundays and Wednesdays, I was doing the overnight shift at Michael's just, and they, they weren't paying me nothing, but that discount. That supply. supply. Trying to be smart about it. Uh, It's like you broke. So it's like, you got to, you need that discount. Yeah. You're spending your last on it. So um, I would do that Sunday and Wednesdays, and I would leave there from the overnight shift and drive to my other job. Like, so I would get off there at, like, 6, 7 o'clock a.m. and be at my other job at 8.30. And then and then on Thursday, Fridays, I would be leaving that job, get a little break, go on shower. Then I got to be uptown because, you know, nightlife. Yeah. They, they need you at work 7, 8 o'clock, depending on where you at. Yeah. And you don't get off till. 2, 3 a.m. So it was a lot of times back then where it was like, I'm, I'm still paying on, I'm paying off student loans because you got to remember, I walked on. So I got a year worth of student loans or a yeah. couple years worth of student loans that I'm trying to work on. Um, I was financing a laptop. You know, I had car insurance. This is different stuff you pay for. So it was a lot of times where it was like, I could only put $15 in my tank because I got this canvas. It's a commission. Like I know. I'm about to spend my last on this, but I need this to finish this painting so I can. Yeah. I know I'm gonna get it back, but right now, right now, yeah, I'm spending my last to get it back. But it's like, yo, it's, you had to make those type of decisions. Was it always smart? Not maybe not necessarily, but I also had that cushion where it's like I was living at home, so it's like at least I'm not paying no rent, and I'm really right. So you know, it was that like I was I was like give enough, or like, take. To have a, um, yeah, exactly. I was lucky enough to have a mama that was cool with like you know finishing up school, you can move back, get, you know, stack your bread, do what you need to do. Cause you know, everybody ain't fortunate to have that situation. You know, some parents no. be like, yeah, nah, get I out. did what I could do. You got to go. Yep. You got to go. So like mom's was cool. I moved back in, um, which was dope. Cause you know, my little brother was finishing up high school. So I got the, I was working at the school and coaching at the school while he was finishing high school. So I got to spend that, like that time with my brother and um, just working and stacking, bro. It was, it was, it was a crazy, like, I think I was at home for like two and a half years yeah. before I like moved up to Charlotte. It was, and like, I was like with the whole social scene, like I was, I still had my friends and stuff. I would step out from time to time, but it was, it was like that, that two and a half years is just a lot of head down and just working and just yeah. 
stacking and trying to set up the foundation to kind of do what I'm doing now. But, you know, it was, I definitely don't regret anything. And if I had to go back and spend that last on some art supplies, I would probably do the shit again if we keep it real. So, Dang. Hey, yeah, I it was, love that. It, it's been cool. But that stuff like that motivates me because I be like, man, sometimes I be thinking like, you know what I'm saying? Like, on the stuff that I do, I be like, am I doing too much? You know what I'm saying? Like, am I just... But it's like, if you passionate about something and you love it, like... Exactly, why bro. Not? You like, can never you do too much. You got one if life. It's, if it's... That's it, bro. Like, if if it's something you truly passionate about and that's truly your purpose, bro, you can never do too much because it's all... It's all setting you up to get to where you're supposed to go. Like, I got on my hands. You can't really see. I got passion and purpose tatted on my hands. Like, I live by that. Like... yeah. Passion and purpose, like, I, I, I like to believe I'm living in my purpose with this art, just showing, like, kids. Because, you know, where we grow up is football mm-hmm. or streets. You selling drugs or you trying to go to the league. Exactly. It ain't really too many in-betweens. We never really – it was – we was looking it. up to everybody in the league. It's, it's really – you don't see too many in-betweens. So, like, to be doing the art stuff, and I'm not even really where I, where I want to be and where I, I will be, where I could be. But to even just be doing it on the level I'm doing it now, just showing like, yo, it's other shit out here. That shit is so dope, man. This is like, so this is my purpose, and obviously I'm passionate about it because I went be getting off one job and doing everything. Bruh. It's, it's, yeah, man. I love it, man. I love it. Bro, you hitting on stuff that a lot of people don't realize, man. It's just like that two ends of the spectrum. Like, you got one one or the other. You know what I mean? And then a lot of times we don't highlight, you know, Rock Hill doesn't highlight the people in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't. I, I think I did, like, some post where I was like, man, people respect a 4.340 more than they respect a 4.0 GPA. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, where's the where's it's the crazy, balance bro. in that? Like, that, it's crazy. So, you hitting on something that that's passionate to me. That's why I did the podcast. That's why I'm a little passionate about it. But I feel like I feel like our generation changing it though. Right. Our generation changing because we doing more than just like obviously we still got our people that we grew up with that's in the league doing their thing, but like it's a lot more of us doing other stuff that's like that's right. showing kids like yo, that ain't the only way. Like it's other shit out here. And it's like you can get paid from it too, you know what I'm saying? No cap, no cap. Real quick, who you, I who your brother? Joshua Gibbs, Joshua. he graduated 2019. Got you, got you. Yeah, we met him eight years apart, so he a, he a baby, baby. Okay, bet. So, um, cool, man. So, I mean, we already had a mouthful already within just yeah. the first 30 minutes. <laughs> but I always, I usually start off just trying to start from the beginning as far as, like, what did you want to be growing up? Like, did you always okay. know it was going to be art, or did you have a, a different agenda? I always, I'll say this. I grew up in Rock Hill, so... I had league dreams. It was, I mean, let's just keep it. I was playing football. My pops played football. He went to college, did a couple little tryouts or whatever, and, you know, some camps. Um, So, you know, and that's just what we always saw. We saw leagues. I always wanted to play in the NFL. I ain't going to act like that wasn't like, oh. Um, But I always knew it would be something with art. Like, it it was just different aspects of art throughout life. So, like I said, I grew up with Disney. um, And that's still something that I might try to get into. I always wanted to do like Disney Pixar animation. And then there was a little stint where I wanted to, you know, do comic books and stuff like that. But I just always knew it would be something, whether it was animating somewhere, graphic design somewhere, doing what I'm doing now, painting like I am, or even like in college, when I got into college and started studying art history crazy, like I did, I had some like curatorial internships working at galleries and stuff like that. So even on that aspect of it, I knew it would always be something art related. So that never wavered. That's what's At least up. I can say I, it was always consistent throughout life. That's I hard. can't even think if there was anything else. Like like I said, it was 
NFL or art. I think obviously I was bigger. I like to eat, and so I might have possibly been a chef. I might have took the seat, the, the, the cooking a little more serious. But Culinary. I, I kind of always knew it would be art. That's just it's always been there, like throughout my whole life. So okay, so then we got art. So that I mean, it's no need to really go further. And then obviously we got into college. Uh, one of my questions that I had written down is, is was just. Um, were you self like with artwork? Were you self-taught, or did you learn a lot in college? As far as like maybe the technical side is what you may have learned in college. I, I'm trying to really figure out. No, I get what you're saying. Uh, yeah, man, I was pretty much self-taught. I'm gonna keep it real because I didn't take. Obviously, you know, you got the classes that they make you take in elementary and like middle school, but outside of that. I ain't take no. I didn't take no real art classes, like real, because the stuff you take is the elective in high school and middle school. That ain't. And I didn't even take no art classes in high school. I took it ninth grade year to get the credit, and then my teacher pushed me to. She was like, "You need to take AP art," and I was like, "Nah, I'm cool. I'm gonna go <laughs> over here and play football." I went to ATC. I was like, "I'm gonna go make T-shirts and play football." Like, so by the time I got to college, where I was so far behind, just like fundamentally, because so for so many years, even. Like, you know, you got the how to draw books where it's like step yeah. one, step two, step. Why I got to do step one through five if I can just draw seven right now and that'd be it. So, like, by the time I got to college, I just lacked a lot of fundamentals. Like, and I learned some of it. But even doing it in college is like they're still teaching from a curriculum. And the type of stuff that they may be trying to get you to work on and teach still life and all this stuff, that's not the type of stuff that I like to do. So, it's like it's still kind of like this pushback. Like, Push and pull. I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I need my grade. I want to keep my 4.0. But at the same time, this ain't the, the shit that I'm making when I'm going home and doing it for me. So yeah. it's like, and then, you know, you run into like a lot of times the type of stuff that you see I make, you know, these academia people will tell you like, yo, no, that's not real art or they all the little microaggressions and bullshit they try to throw out there to kind of get you off your path. But man, when, when you know your purpose and you walk into your purpose, you're going to find a way back to it every time. So like I said, and even now, I'm, I find myself going back and trying to re relearn a lot of those fundamentals that I've missed out over the years. So yeah. even with the college education, I'm still self-taught and I'm still learning. Like you never stop learning. So it's it's just it's a it's a process. Like I got it tatted on my chest. I say progress is a process, and mm -hmm. I live by that in every aspect of life. So yeah, that's crazy. And it, I feel like you like the booby miles of art, bro. Like they trying to get you to lift weights, <laughs> but you like. Bro, this God given. I can go out here and get it. God you feel me? Like booby <laughs> miles of art. I probably should have. I, I probably should have lifted some weights. Though I should. I was being hard headed. Like obviously, like I said, um, in college, I would do what I needed to do, follow the rubric or whatever. Just mm -hmm. so you know, you can. I've always been a, a grades person. You know, I was honors classes in high school. My mom was heavy on me about grades, so it's like I'm gonna do what I need to do to pass. But like, I I can't honestly say that I was taking it as seriously as I should have, like in certain aspects of the art, like, you know, colors mm -hmm. and stuff. That's my shit. I love colors. Like I can match stuff, stuff like that. I'm going to eat that up every time in class. But when you got me sitting here trying to draw this paper bag, it's like, I get it. But like, fam, this ain't, this that ain't, ain't me. Yeah. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because I, I need, I need the to grade. grade. So, you know, I, that's, that's one thing. I, I'm self-aware enough to say that looking back at it, I probably could have took stuff like that a little more serious. So I could be a little more polished as far as the fundamentals, but Again, like you can never stop learning, so it's it's nothing to go back and you know relearn. And like I said, I'm kind of working and doing a lot of that now, so it's it's all good. That's cool, man. That's cool. All right, I seen something on Instagram, 
and I was confused. I was like, I don't know how he doing this, but you started the mural, the soccer mural. But I saw. Oh, I already know what you about to ask. I All saw right. up down R two, up down to the right left. I'm like, man, this is uh some GTA type cheat code type stuff. Knows the GTA? It's the weapons one cheat. But why? Like I'm confused. Does it like does it help you? All right. So I'm gonna explain it. So with so with murals, you got you got. I guess you could say three ways, but most people don't. Don't do the third. The third way is just how it just you just walk up to a wall and you just freehand it and do it as you go. I know some people who get busy like that. They just they kind of sketch it yeah. and just refine it as they do it. But that's like that's like a different level of expertise. Like you you super nice with it. One of my mentors, he kind of does that with his shit. It's it's super ill. But the uh, the second way is you can get a projector and project you like you can sketch an image small. Like there's ways to do it. Yeah. So okay. Um before I got my iPad out, you know, I would sketch it small on some paper or something. And, you get like a projector, like I had the old school projector. You blow it up, like I would do that for big cams, sketch it small, and then blow it up. Wow. Or now with like when you move up to mirror world, you get your iPad. You can do it on Procreate or whatever you use. Um, put it on a flash drive, get it on your projector, and then blow it up so you can get the proportions. And then you just do it like that. And then the last way is the way you talking about uh, with the the cheat code. So yeah. that's called a doodle. It's called a doodle grid. A doodle um, grid, okay. It's called because it, it, that's all it is. It's a grid, and they call it a doodle grid because you can literally you can put anything up there. So like, I got homies that they do random shapes, random little characters. Somebody might be walking by. Hey, what's your name? Oh, your name is Ashley. Cool, Ashley. And so how it works is like, and I just do cheat codes because the first time I did it, I experimented with. I was in an art battle, mm-hmm. and it's like I had a it was like a, a four foot or five foot by like ten foot like canvas panel yeah, yeah. and like you can't bring no projector out there because it's a battle like yeah, the projector gotta, would technically be cheating you got you got to do it on the spot yeah, so yeah. that's like I, I I ain't gonna lie I had been running from the doodle grid because I was big <laughs> I just draw it up on the iPad yeah. project it let's get it or I'm gonna just try to freehand it but like I had been running from the doodle grid all my all my people just tell me like yo it's efficient you got to try it so I get out there and I'm like damn what can I do I don't feel like sitting here drawing a whole bunch of shapes What's something that can give me? And I was like, what's something that can give me a bunch of different like shapes and different like variations to see? Mm-hmm. And I can do it a lot of it. I was like, oh shit, cheat codes. I got them Grand Theft Auto cheat codes memorized by heart. So like, I literally, before I start the mural, when I do them, I sit there and I, I invisible control. I go like for the one I just did. I literally sat there. I was like, all right, what's the weapon sheet? R one, R two, L one, R two, left, down, right. I just did it like yeah. that. And then I go write it. And I go write it out. And so what you do when you write it out, like how you saw on the uh, the TikTok, the, the reel that I posted, yeah. once you finish it, you take a picture of it and then you take your image that you're going to paint uh-huh. and you lay it on top of it and you turn the opacity down and make it like transparent. For sure. So now when you go to paint it, you just like, okay, if I'm drawing Mickey Mouse, oh, his ear go through the R2. So right it's here. like giving your, giving yourself landmarks uh, like your uh, yeah. like uh, your art. So like if you see, like, yeah. okay, the ear's supposed to be over here by the R2 button. It's like, bet. This this part of his ear goes through the R2. Okay, his nose is going to go through this left arrow. Yo. It's like that. <laughs> Yo, that's yeah. crazy. So it's, 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 it's literally just a grid. It, it looked crazy. And so many people be like, why you choose cheat codes? I'm like, I don't know, bro. I don't if I don't have time to sit there and do a bunch of like elaborate doodles, then it's like, all right, I can do this quick. Boom, 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 boom. Right. And you know, a PlayStation controller got enough buttons where you can get some variation in it. So it's like, it, 
that's what I do. So I switch it up. Like I, I did weapons cheat one this time. I probably do like the police cheat next time. That's what R1, R2, unless you R1, R2, L, R, R1, R2, O, R2, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. So, you know, I'm going to just flip it every one. It's, it's funny when people walk past and they look and it's like, Cause you know, like back two you, hours later, you know what that what they mean. Like you know, that's a cheat exactly. going to a game, but it's like, why you? Why is it? Why like, is he doing it? Yeah. yeah. And then they, like I said, they come back two hours later, and it's a penny. It's like, what the fuck? So, bro, that's yeah. Cool. It is, yeah, I don't know, man. But that's cold. I love it. Like that's different. Like I'm you advanced, advanced, bro. Like <laughs> I, I mean, but it makes so much sense. And the thing about it is, I didn't even know. When people did murals, like, and I'm not saying everybody does it, because like you said, your mentor, he kind of walks up to it, you know, kind of sketches it out, and boom. But the idea of, like, you can draw it on a pro, you know, something like Procreate, and then mm-hmm. blow it up on a, a actual mural and just kind of, bro, I did not you know get your that. Lines I did not know and, that. And, yeah, and, like, for me, a lot of people ask me, like, what do I prefer? Um, and it's like, it, it for me, it comes down to, how much time I have the project itself, the wall. Mm-hmm. Cause like with certain walls, you're not going to be able to project big enough. You're not, there's no project. You're not going to be able to get that big to do a projector. So of you got to do the grid. Um, you might be pressed for time. Like I might have to paint this in two days and move on to another project. So I might bring my projector out there and all right, we got to get these lines up tonight and then I'm gonna come back tomorrow and bang it out. But, um, and then sometimes you got you got time, so you might decide to be cute and do a super elaborate doodle grid and do all right things. Yeah, shape. So it really just depends on the project. And um, yeah, like the, the the goal at the end of the day is to work smarter, not harder. So like if I can draw it up and mock it up on my iPad real rough mm-hmm. and just get my lines up, I can refine it as I go. Because you know with spray paint you can cover it. It's easy to fix stuff. So you know yeah. it's just it's all about efficiency. I was going to ask you that, bro, is is when you doing like canvases, like your, you know, like your normal, kind of like what I got, right? Like I got the LeBron mm-hmm. up here. Is that easier than doing a mural or, you know what I'm saying? Or is a mural easier because like you spray painting and it's like easy to kind of adjust? I would say murals are easier because you're working on such a large canvas, it's easier to fix your mess ups. Mm-hmm. Like when you mess up on a canvas with like paint, yeah, it's not always the easiest to cover that up with like you know your gesso to prime it and try to fix it. So like with canvas, it's like yeah, you can fix it, but it's, depending on the materials you're using, it's gonna make it difficult. Yeah, but with a mural, it's so big, the space so big, you mess up, you can Facts. go back fix it. And like the coverage, like the spray paint, you can spray over it a million times until you get it how you want it. So I would say like especially at this point, I like I like murals because it's, like I said, it's, it's a bigger space and you can easily. You can easily go back in and fix it. Facts, man. Like, I mean, it's crazy. I don't know, um, to be honest, bro, like, to to your point, you said, you know, we Rocky has never seen anybody do, like, the art thing to your level um, or, or where mm-hmm. you're at right now. Obviously, we got you You got so much farther to go. Obviously, you, you're still super ambitious, still super motivated. Um, and I just think, like, I mean, I think you're right, man. Like, nobody has ever seen somebody like you come, I mean, out of the rock, being able to, you know, do the murals, like you're doing stuff for, you know, the Panthers and you, you're doing stuff for so many different big time organizations. And it's like, dang, like they seeing this work. Um, when was the the shift, you know what I'm saying, where you went from obviously doing artwork for people? I know um, Jakara tells me all the time, like she's she's a big fan of your Oh, artwork. that's my, that, that Jakara might be one of my biggest collectors, bro. She got a whole like gallery oh, wall. Yeah. She, 
she's been buying my she's been buying my shit since like 2015, like when I first started doing canvases. So yeah, she if anybody has seen the progression, it's her. She got from when I was doing stencils yep. to when I started getting super elaborate with it. Like, yo, she she literally has the whole she got it documented. Like no it's cap. crazy. No cap. I, I um I interviewed her and but I also, you know, obviously uh my wife and her, they they uh line sisters or whatever, but I've seen your <laughs> music across the mm -hmm. back. I, was, I mean, not your music, your art across yeah. the wall. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's so dope. And uh, but I wanted to when like I'm, I'm trying to figure out when was the switch where you stopped. And I'm not saying you stopped, but where you blew up, bro. Like the canvases was um, like you start getting booked for murals and like what was the switch? Your TikToks going viral, like. The TikToks, I would say this. So the TikTok thing is random. Like I, I don't be on there. Like I make, I, I start, I make them on there so I can take them to the gram. Right. Like I, I, I'll get on there, I'll drop a TikTok, and I might not get on there for three days. So like the recent joints that blew up, like I didn't even know. I put it on there and I got on there like two days later, and my mentions was stupid, stupid. <laughs> but um, the shift, I can, I know exactly when it happened. It was the Black Lives Matter mural that we did uptown, mm. up in uptown Charlotte, June. That was what June. June 9th, 2020. Yep. And that's why I said, like, I've only been doing this mural shit for two years, two really. Years. So two years, like, just a month ago. like. Yeah. And the crazy thing about that is that was, like, my first, that was my first mural, like, Duh. ever. Bro, when they they called me on a Sunday. My man who, whose studio this is, he called yeah. me on a Sunday at, like, 2.30, like, hey, we got a big, a big project. They're going to let us do a, a mural uptown. I didn't know how big it was going to be. You want a letter? Or no, I was like, and I'm on the phone like Brian never really did a mural before. He was like, he he basically said this. This is what he said. Hey nigga, you taking too long. You doing too much thinking. You want it? You want it or not? I was like, all right, fuck it. This history. Let's do it. Yeah. So I literally that was that was two thirty. He hit me back later. He was like, all right, this is your letter. Uh, we need a sketch by twelve p.m. tomorrow. And then so this is still Sunday. This is Sunday night. Yeah. Gave him the sketch twelve p.m. Monday. Tuesday morning, nine o'clock, we paint. That's how fast it happened. I've never done a mural before. I got this sketch, this paper sketch in my hand. They got, they chased our letters out for us, and I got a piece of chalk to lay my sketch down. And I just was like, work. "You here now? You can't, you can't leave. You can't run like, from it. You can't run from it." <laughs> so yeah, that was. And after that, like, I did such a good job on my my art and that, and like people didn't know that that was my first one. Obviously, they just see the picture and think, "Oh, he does this." Of course. And so it was just like, "Hey, can you?" We got. We want to do some walls at our middle school. Can you do this? Can you do? And it's like you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna learn if you' too scared to do it. So it's like you kind of just. They threw me into the fire with that mural, but then it's like after that, I kind of just you ran with it. Kept it was running up to into you. the fire. Yeah, it was up to you. So, and that's kind of that's kind of with the that's kind of where the shift happened because like you know obviously we got a lot of coverage from that um that mural and you know people see my Instagram and they go, oh you got eleven thousand followers and I'm like. If we keeping it real, that eleven is a real. It's it's not real. Half of that is. I played football at USC, mm -hmm. so I think like either Connor Shaw or Dylan Thompson shouted me out or tagged me in a picture one time. So obviously everybody gonna you know how of that course, go. They clock and go follow you. But that audience, I'm not playing football no more, so they don't really be checking for the checking art unless I paint something like a, a USC like oh it's this celebrity. Yeah, you know mm -hmm. they they see that and it's like oh okay I know who that is double tap so. Half of my audience really is just it's just kind of I, I would call them ghost followers because they're not here for the art. And then 
the other half of that came from when we did the mural. So that's the people who are here for the art. Like, yeah. so out of that 11, realistically, probably about five, maybe six of that is like true people who are here for the art and just like enjoy the stuff that I paint. But yeah. that was the shift, man. Like I, I did that one. And then, you know, people just started, Hey, can you do this? Can you do this? And it's like, my guy, my I learn, I learn as I go and you know, we, where we at now and just, yeah, the bro. plan is just to keep going bigger. How big, like, I don't, bro, that's, bro, you, so, first of all, you never done a mural before, and you had to be thrown into the fire, so obviously you was kind of a little scared, right, you a little scared in the, the beginning. Closest, the closest thing I've done to a mural before that was B-Shell, his, his crib, back yeah. home in Charleston, I did, I did a Gamecock logo for him on the wall, but that's, okay. that's just me painting the Gamecock logo, and I think I did an SE State logo for my boy David in I his office at his crib. But that's the that was the closest thing to a mural I had done up until that. But like, that was like the first real mural, like huge, like yeah, like. But then, I was scared as hell. But then you stamped, in, <laughs> you stamped in time though, bro. Like, that's yeah, a, that's history. That's, that's history, like that. No, people would never history. forget. Like, if you look at that mural, they're gonna be like, oh, we know exactly when this happened. We know who did it. What group of people was with it? Like, yeah, bro, bro, you are stamped and approved. Yeah, and that's kind of that's kind of. Why I did it? Cause like like I told you, I was on the phone stumbling, like, oh, I ain't never did a mural before. Yeah, and I was, and that's kind of what I told. Him. I was like, damn, bro, this is like history. Like, if you pull this off, you're gonna be part of history forever. Yeah, because we was the first city to do it where we was like, like DC did the big yellow one, but we was the first city to do it where it was like the letters were something different. Right. So like, yeah, man, to that's gonna be something like, oh, kids ain't gonna have history books in the future. They gonna have iPads or whatever it is, but no they gonna cap. be able to look back and see all that that documentation. It's like I can tell I was a part of it. Man, what was so, your yeah, emotion? What was your emotion going through your letter? I mean, obviously because it's a it's a huge cause. You know what I'm saying? Like it means mm. it means a lot, especially in that time frame and everybody knowing what happened. You know um, what yeah, continue, continue to happen. But like, what was your emotion? Was it just like I'm out here drawing, or like did it? it I mean, did it you, mean something? You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, so, like, and it's crazy. Like, I've talked about it before, but it hasn't really been on any platforms that have reached out. So it's dope that I get to give you this so people really can hear what the breakdown of my letter was. Because I, I caught a lot of flack for it. Like, yeah. I did. So if people don't know, I had the K. I did a Deadpool yep. in there. And it was, like, when I was, when I first started sketching it, it was, like, um, they told us we could do anything. So I was, like, all right, I want to do something where... Like it's it's it looks like you see it, you're gonna like, oh yeah, that's Garrison. So you know, I do all the comic book stuff, the vintage like kind of just look. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right, what's a character I can do that kind of fits? And it's like on the surface level, you see Deadpool and it just looked like, yeah, why did why did this nigga paint that? He just he just <laughs> wanted to paint some shit. Yeah. But the deeper meaning behind it, so like when you think about Deadpool, and it's it was it's super deep. So like we painted it in June. June is Pride Month. Mm -hmm. So like not only you know, it's Black Lives Matter, but you know, we got gay people getting all type of hate crimes. You got uh, people being killed because they're they're wanting to be identified as a different gender. Like, you know, yeah. it's all kind of like all kind of things happening. And it's like I was I wanted to like give an ode to that because Deadpool was pansexual. Like most people don't know if you yeah. read the comics, he's pansexual. So that was kind of like my ode to like yes, it's Black Lives Matter, but all black lives matter whether you gay straight whatever yeah like, we all matter we all like in every facet of being black people are getting killed so i'm like i want to not only honor yet yeah, a black man just got killed but like we everybody getting everybody. killed like so i don't want to just isolate it there i'm 
I want to engulf everybody. So that was kind of my ode to them. Like it's Pride Month. Um, this character is pansexual, so that's that ode to them. But to take it deeper, when you think about Deadpool, he's the character. Like he, he kind of don't give a fuck. He just like no. Nope. He say what's on his mind. He's super bashful, and I felt like that representation is our generation. Like our generation is really out here trying to shake shit up and change shit. So like who better to like, when you think about we out here on the front lines, like really trying to shake shit up. So that was the other part. And then just as black people, when you think about Deadpool under his mask, his, his face is all scarred up, up, burned up and stuff. And that, that's just kind of old. That's an old to us as black people where it's like, bro, we be out here. We in these corporate spaces, like, we, we we watch our people get killed online. Mm. We deal with microaggressions and racism in every facet, of, especially us living in the South, bro. We mm. deal with it our whole life. But at the end of the day, we still got to put this mask on and go. We got to go to work every day. We no, got to we got we got to like black men, black women. Every we got to put on this front and be this exterior. Yeah. And that's kind of like it's burnt up and started up as Deadpool is. He still he puts that mask, mask on. on. He gonna crack his jokes. You know, go fuck some people and up. Go to work. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that, that, it's us. Yeah, that's and us. And I caught a, like I said, I caught a lot of flack for it at first, like when the pictures first started dropping, because like, like, oh, why didn't you just paint the Black Panther or just different stuff like that? Why is Deadpool there? And it's like when, right? Like, I, people was just going in on me, and I, I, I don't care. Like, go in, but then when I broke it down and told people what it meant, like, I got, I was getting a lot of, oh, damn, my bad, bro. I ain't even. Oh, I'm sorry, bro. I ain't even know. Yeah, well, that's why you ask questions. Ask questions. <laughs> yeah, that's that. So that's like the whole meaning behind that. So like, I'm glad I got to really put that out on your pod. Like bro, you got, like, like you, listen, I'm, like you're gonna be like the first pod to really have that. But you like, know what's crazy? Really you you know what's crazy like though? I was like, bro, this is. I'm super pumped that he was able to explain this, bro. Um, and I just from Rocky to Rocky, I'm like. You know what I'm saying? This is a moment for me, man. Like, just to be able yeah, to kind of like, just, you know, open up and just really understand, you know, obviously your pa- your passion, what you do, and then also behind that huge moment in your career and really get the understanding of what you did. Like, bro, I'm super thankful. I Like, I got the utmost gratitude. Um, you know, like I said, I, I, I don't know what to say, man. Um, la- the only thing I got to say, man, is the last question is, obviously, this is educational. Um, and we okay. we hit up you know about uh, almost at an hour, bro. I, I mean they go longer than yeah. An we hour, have we are, we having some we having some good combo. I ain't yeah. gonna hold you. Yeah, but um, <laughs> educational man. So for people that want to do art, people that want to get into this profession, what is the mm-hmm. best advice you can give them on pursuing this profession and just taking it to li- limits, you know, levels that, you know, obviously that you've touched and then maybe if some young cat comes and surpasses you because it's always going to be for the Take net. the ball and go further, bro. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, what what um, advice do you have? You can't, you can't, you can't be scared. Don't limit yourself. Um, kind of like I said, they threw me into the fire and I just kept going with it. Mm-hmm. You, you can't be a scared. You can't be scared to explore. Like, it's okay to explore your talents and say, okay, I do this and I know I don't. Like portraits. People ask me, I'm like, oh, why don't you do portraits? I used to. If you scroll back far enough on my gram, you see I do it, but that's not where I have fun at. So it's like, don't limit your, like, try everything. You got to try everything, see what you like, and then when you really find what you like, that's what you run with. You just can't be scared to, like, try. That's the biggest thing. At least try. You hear all the people, oh, I watch you, man. I can't even draw a line or stuff like that. <laughs> I'm looking at my 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 friend over here because she be saying stuff like that. But it's like, 
no, nah, you just you just got to try. It. And then the other thing too, like this is what I, I when I talk to kids and they ask me about it, like you do not like I know for years and years and years everybody said, oh, art, you don't make no money in art, starving artists, all that other mm-hmm. shit. And bro, that it don't have to be that. Like there's nothing wrong with having a nine to five to set your foundation to do what you want to do. Right. You ain't got to be broke, like check the check or bumming for food to make the art thing work. If if you got to get a job to do, to set up your art stuff and bro, it's okay. Like there's yeah. no shame in that like everybody's path is different. Like, you know, there are some people who they had no choice. Like they, they was just, rock bottom and like you know they had, they had to create their way up out of that but that doesn't have to be everybody's reality i hate when right. people try to push that narrative like you know you yeah. got to go through this super broke down period to like be get to where you want to go no it don't have to be that it's all about the, your decision making and you knowing what you want out of it and setting a plan to execute it and following it through yeah you're gonna have moments where you you might get off path a little bit but like i like i said earlier like if this is truly your passion and you know this is your purpose, you're going to always find a way back to it. Anytime I tried to walk away from art, I ended up right back here. Yeah. Granted, them, them walkways weren't never too long. But like, <laughs> anytime, anytime I saw myself trying to, like, you know, pivot it this way, it was like, uh-uh, uh-uh, come uh-uh, on back. Uh-uh, so, you know. Let me holler at you. That's, that's, the, that's, the that's the biggest advice I would get. Like, don't be scared to try. Don't let other people project their, their negative thoughts on this profession. And different stuff like that. Only just, bro, just trust, trust your, trust your passion, trust your purpose, and just go. Because like I've dealt with every, at every level, like oh, the type of art you make isn't real art, or mm. that's not really painting. That's oh, you want like it's it's all kind of shit. Like oh, that's not a real degree. And I tell people all the time, it's like you say that, but it's like, fam, I was an honor student. If I wanted to not do art and just live in the books, I could go be, in the I books. could go spend. Not to like shit on doctors or that, because I got plenty of homies that do. It's like. If I wanted to lock in and just study and do something else right. and live in a book, I could do that. I I, I was I've always been the academic you kid. So it's just like don't let don't let people push those negative stereotypes when it comes to art on you because like it's everything like from TV, music, it's all art. Like people don't realize I think this pandemic really showed people how much art plays a role in everyday life. So it's like and, and to the kids who think it ain't no money out here, there's plenty of money in it. Just you don't. You might not have to just be painting like the stuff you see behind me. I mean, there's graphic design, just stuff like color grading, like for movies. It's so many different ways to yeah. get into the art world and make money, man. Just don't don't ever let nobody tell you that like what you want to do ain't possible because it's somebody out there for everybody. Like mm-hmm. you might make the most weird crayon art, but it's some it's a group of people out there that that's gonna love that shit and that that's gonna be your niche. They gonna they gonna support you throughout your career and you're gonna be straight. So it's like man, listen. Just just hey, trust your purpose, man. Trust your purpose. That's the biggest gym I ever heard in my life. Um if <laughs> if it's people out here, if it's people out here paying to see uh feet photos, you can find a niche. I'ma tell you that right now. You can now. find a niche. You can it's, find it's a niche. <laughs> there there is an audience for everything. Like you just you just gotta tap in and find it. So Word. that's what's just, up, man. Yeah. That's what's up, man. I appreciate that, man. Where's a uh, wisdom for these guys, man? Because they learned a lot, obviously, through the whole conversation. You know, as far as just, mm. you know, if they paying attention, like even just the mural, the mural <laughs> thing itself, bro. Like that's something that you know, if you didn't know how murals was done, now you know, and it's like now, now you, you know, can, now you can practice. You know what I'm saying? Now you can start. It's crazy. 
Bro, it, you saying that is like I remember uh so what we were we in 2022. So I think it was like 2017, 2018, my first time in New York. I, the picture is still on my Instagram. There's a picture of me, my homie caught of we was we was visiting over by where the World Trade Center used to be, and they was they had just put some new murals up right there, or they was in the process of making them. They still there. Yeah. I saw uh, one of my homies, he lived there now. He he posted, I was like, oh shit, those are still there. But they caught a picture of me like staring at them shits, like how the like these, it's so huge. I'm like, how the hell is they doing this? Like, mm-hmm. I couldn't even fathom back then. That was 2018. I couldn't fathom painting the side of a building. Like, how does? And here I am in 2022, or I guess really from then it was two years later. Like, going doing crazy. It. So it's like, this is man. Like, like I said, you you gonna always end up where you're supposed to be when yeah. you when you following your purpose. Man. Yes, sir, Garrison. Man, continue to be a blessing, man. Continue to walk in your purpose, man. I'm the biggest thing about this podcast, bro, is um I don't want you to feel like this is um something that's transactional, bro. Like I'm a fan, always looking at your work. No, nah, man, I'm glad you had me on here, bro. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I I always, you know, I'm always looking um at your work. I'm always trying to just, you know, I'm I'm motivated by just seeing your grind and seeing your passion and how you put things together. But if there's any type of um Anything that we could do on the podcast, bro, whether it's any type of art gallery that you got going on, any type of, you know, work that you got going for, you know, for sale. Like, we, we want to post it. We want to share it. Um, we want to do whatever we can to support, um, you know, this relationship as we move forward because it's it's not a one-time shot with me, man. Like, it's, it's yeah. I'm trying to build, like, genuine connections and genuine relationships. So it's bro, like, it's Rock Hill, bro. We, we yes, rock for life. Bro. Yeah, so it's for life. So. Vice versa. Anything you need from me, bro, I mean, even if it's something as simple as, hey, bro, can you repost this clip? Hey, I'm having an event or something. Can you come on? Anything, bro. It's the like, same thing. That's what like, you mean. just having me on here is more than enough. Like, because people going to see it. It's, it's like, granted, we know a lot of the same people, but it's a lot of people we know that didn't no, like I, it's still people that we grew up with, went to school with that see me like, bro, I ain't know you was like into art like that. So like, it's a, it's a lot of people that's gonna see this and be like, oh shit, like I really didn't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> so like, even you, you just have me on the platform to kind of talk about it a little bit, man. It's, it's like it's gonna be crazy. That's that's huge in itself, right there. So I, I'm super appreciative. That's dope. And I just need two guests from like two recommendations, and then we gone. Uh, people that I can touch with that fit the mold of the podcast that you feel is dope. It doesn't have to be an artist. It can be an artist. Okay. It could be anybody. I just need two. If you don't know it off the top of your mind, I will ask just send me their IG or phone number. I got one off the top. Another okay. Rock Hill. Another Rock Hill top. You got to get Rod Byers on the pod, bro. You got to get Rod on the pod. Tell, tell, tell me why two months ago I was supposed to have Rod on here. But then something, you gotta do something happened. Like it was, it was. I th- it might have been me. Like something just happened and it didn't work out. I gotta get him on here. You gotta get Rod on the pod, bro. He like Rod doing some like, and that's like I've known Rod since uh, we started playing ball together. Age six, age seven, we used to play for the Raiders together. Mm-hmm. Rod, he's another person who's kind of seen my journey. Like we, man, we used to talk about the stuff we doing now. Like when we used to do, we laughed because we used to do like the little YouTube skits before YouTube skits was a thing. Like I, yeah. like on MySpace, we used to cut like that. Ryan, that's my dog, but like the stuff he's doing now, man. And like he's a he's another person that like Rock Hill football. Yep. You know, he went D one, played D one ball. His story is crazy. Got to touch, got to touch the league a little bit, and just the stuff he's doing now with like the children's book and just some of the stuff he's doing in our community. He. Me and him talk about it all the time, like the stuff that we doing and like showing the kids that it's other stuff out here, bro. You 
his story is you got to get right on. I'm here. getting him on here, man. You just got to text him. Text him and be like, hey, I'm a, I'm a I was just, hey, I was just on the podcast. It was dope, man. You got to do it. Like, text him and let him know. I'm, I'm gonna have to get. I'm gonna get him on here though, for real. Like his people need to hear his story, man. He got a he got a great story, and like the trials and tribulations and obstacles he's overcome to be doing the stuff that he's doing now, man. I'm so proud of that dude, man. Like, yeah, man. He's that's. It, I'm, I'm gonna think of somebody else and send it to you, but I know just off the top of the head, you got to get Ron on. Man, that's crazy. Okay, bet. I'm gonna get that. We're gonna get that done, man. Again, man, you have a good night, man. Um, if if you need anything, like I said, holler at me. Um, we here, you know, you know, for life, man. Rock Hill, you know what I'm saying? We're going all the way. Uh, but uh I appreciate you, bro. Hey, I appreciate you, man. This is this is dope as hell. This is like the first I'm I i want to say this is like the first podcast I've done where like I really like chopped it up on a like a variety of sets, like yeah. just different topics and stuff. So this is this is this is a dope experience. Thank and you. And I'm glad it was somebody from the rock, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? It was like like I like I'm I got to give you some stuff that most people ain't got. So like you you got a lot of firsts right here. So this is I'm glad I got to do it on this platform. Man, that's dope, man. Thank you, bro. Um I'll let you, man. Um and then I'll let you know I'll be in touch. Um once I log off, I'll let you get all like your information as far as like where they can maybe uh buy some artwork or just if you're doing that right now or if you're not, all that good stuff, we'll get all that together and then once we chop it up, edit it and we'll post it. Cool, cool, man. You know, you know, if you ever need anything from me, let me know. All right, bet, bro. All right, my man Bees, have a good place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details